2: Welcome back to the Hall of Fame portion of the program this afternoon.
1: That's right, man. Uh, we found out earlier today the Browns are going to be playing the Jets in the Hall of Fame game. We had speculated on that a while back that those two teams could hook up in this game, and they made it official today. And joining us right now to talk all about that, let's bring in the Chief Communications Officer, Pro Football Hall of Fame, Rich DeRose. You're joining us. How are you, Rich? I'm doing well, guys. Hey, exciting news today. Joe Thomas going into the Hall of Fame. And, of course, uh, we were wondering if the Browns would be one of those teams. They are. uh, For our listeners out there, Rich, give them an idea of how you guys go about determining who you'd like in the Pro Football Hall of of Fame game
0: and then what has to happen to make it happen. We like when the team is represented by somebody going in in that class because we know that the organization's uh, want to be involved as, as much as possible. They want to celebrate, uh, you know, with their player, coach, or contributor who's going in. So it, it is a natural pairing to, you know, to try to find teams associated with one or more of, of the enshrinees. You know, so this year, uh, you know, clearly with the Jets having a couple of enshrinees, with the Cowboys having a couple of enshrinees, uh, and and with the great interest here locally with the Browns, those were probably the three most natural uh, options just based around the class itself, and then and then you work with the league. Uh, you also look at how recently uh, any one of those teams had come to Canton. Uh, Browns haven't been here since the ninety nine, you know, two point version of the Browns, and the Jets haven't been here since ninety two. So that that factored into uh, the appeal of those two teams. Whereas the Cowboys were just here a couple years ago, and and uh, you know. It just kind of every every move, every corner that you look in to make that decision, it, it became Jets-Browns as, as a very natural pairing. The one thing that took a, a couple of days to work through with the league on, and, and it, it ultimately it is the league's decision because they, they set the schedule. Um, Browns and Jets are going to play in the 2023 regular season. And the league, if they can, does try to avoid rematches in the preseason as, as much as possible. But uh, you know, did work with us because we said, hey, we really like this matchup. We know the fan bases were clamoring for it from the moment. Well, really, the fan bases been clamoring, you know, for the Browns to be in the game for a long time. Just knowing that Joe was a first year eligible guy and on the assumption he was going to be in. So we know the Browns have been talking about it for a while. The Jets. Uh, really started banging the drum when the class was announced because they had two people in, and, and they're very excited about the the, uh, the trending of that team. and you know, They feel like they're going in the right direction and wanted to be a part of this. So it just kind of all came together that way, guys.
2: Rich, talk about the importance of the way you guys embrace the fact that you bring in a team with an enshrinee going in? Because I can remember growing up as a kid, you'd have your class of enshrinees, they'd get inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but you'd have a game that had nothing to do with it. Talk about the importance of embracing the fact that you've got a Brown going in, you've got Jets going in. How important is that?
0: You know, it, it really is a top-to-bottom organizational thing, and I think the best example of that is just going back one year, when Tony Boselli went in, uh, after his wait of several years and the 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 franchise the, the Jaguars franchise was so excited for him and i'm talking all the way from the owner you know down to the interns were so excited for tony that they wanted in this to be in this game in the worst cuz they wanted to come here they wanted to celebrate with him you know they brought the mascot they brought their cheer team they brought uh you know literally everybody from top to bottom in that organization had a piece of of being involved in Tony's enshrinement. So, you know, for them, it was, you know, they wanted to be here. And, and I think part of it guys is, is, um, you know, back 15, 20 years ago, I'm not sure that was the case. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure teams, Uh, clamored to be here and, 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 and felt the energy uh, of that game. And, and now it's a Thursday, it kicks off the season. It's on Thursday night football. Uh, it is truly the first NFL game of the year and just a lot of things make it a positive.
2: Rich, you had all of Duval here in town last year. It was a blast. I'm on the web page right now, ProFootballHOF.com. 156 days, one hour, 55 minutes, 45, 44, 43 seconds until everything kicks off for Pro Football's greatest. We'll call it two or three weeks now. It used to be just a weekend, and we talk about this coming, uh, the events coming up, and especially the Hall of Fame game. And obviously, since you guys made the announcement just about three o'clock. People have been calling us, asking us about tickets. What can you tell us for the game itself?
0: Tickets for the game are going to go on sale next week, next Wednesday morning, March 8th, 10 o'clock. You know, we've got a nice block set aside. You know, we know, uh, unlike the enshrinement, the game has thousands of fans locally who have, this is like. This is like Packer season tickets, right? There are people in this community yes. who have gone to the Hall of Fame game for generations, and they are wonderful renewal customers, and you know, they, are, they are bought in and enthusiastic about it every year. Just the experience of it doesn't matter what the teams are. None that it is the Browns and Jets. You know they, Those folks are uh, – we know that, that the ones who have been uh, you know, uh, clamoring for, to see the Browns are going to be uh, all in. Uh, so we've got a great number of people who are going to renew their tickets, but we still are going to have several thousand tickets available uh, next Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock. And, and uh, just go to ProFootballHOF.com and, and click that ticket link. And and uh, and we hope, uh, you know, we, we think they'll go fast. We hope they'll go fast. And we think we're going to have a full stadium in August.
2: Rich, what are we talking price-wise here?
0: Oh, wow. Uh you got me there guys um probably well that'll be on the website
1: then right? it'll be on the website i'm going
0: to say you're going to your your entry is probably going to be in the 30 range right to, to some higher level now some of those higher level ticket prices include uh you know up in that club area where you get some food and beverage thrown in on that and you can you know can really have a good time and and uh be a high roller so uh lots of options yeah great options and uh,
1: the Browns being there it's going to be a huge uh, factor for that entire week uh, that night uh, and the you know the the whole ceremony and everything like that Rich and for you Rich this thing has grown to be so huge and so popular how much fun is it being a part of it and getting to, getting to see this thing all come together with especially everything that is now being uh, erected over there on the campus
0: you know, it, it is fun to see, and it's actually fun to see it through the eyes of the enshrinees who, um, maybe they've seen one of their buddies get in or, or you know, been a part of an enshrinement in, in that way. Maybe they've, you know, been a part of being in the game, uh, you know, but for the class of twenty-one, twenty-two, and now 23, getting to see it through their eyes, and they are amazed. They are amazed at the way this community supports them. Uh, sports, their, uh, you know, play on the field or their coaching on the field. You know, the number of people, they talk about the number of people who line the parade route, you know, so for me to be able to, to seek that joy through their eyes and their you know, their wives, their kids, uh, it, that's pretty special. You know, I remember when, you know, you could, and I did this, you know, you could, you know, you'd, you'd go to the parade and right. you'd hustle your way uh, to the steps of the hall, and you'd catch the enshrinement, and then you'd go inside Fawcett Stadium and watch the game, and you could make a full day of it, and, you know, it was still small enough and intimate enough that you could do all that all in one day, and and to see it mushroom, uh, not only for the sake of, you know, for the Hall of Fame and, and the things that that's helped us to do, uh, but just what it's meant to the community, you know, you know hotel rooms being sold and restaurants being filled uh, and, you know, cars being rented and and Airbnbs being uh, rented out and 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 all of that because of how this has grown has really been a boon to the entire community
2: rich as far as the other events that go on between august 3rd and the 6th kicking off with the hall of fame game that thursday and it, it pretty much ending august 6th with the enshrinees round table from what you know right now and it is six months away and we get that fashion show and gold jacket dinner everything's still going on downtown or are they moving things if they can to the campus or the hall of fame itself
0: you know, guys, I, I really want to reiterate, just this morning in a meeting, uh, President Jim Porter reiterated that we, lo- we the Hall, and especially the Hall of Famers, love being downtown. Uh, last year, making the, the base hotel for the enshrinees, the Doubletree downtown, uh, taking the group photo in Centennial Plaza was so popular with the Hall of Famers Uh, I just don't see that changing anytime soon. And and, and, until there's another venue in the community that can fit 4,400 people for the dinner, uh, I'm not sure that there's a whole lot of other options anyway. Uh, It's the right place for right now, and I just don't see things uh, changing a whole lot anytime soon. That's great, and how cool was it to see those guys walking down
1: the street over to that uh, yeah. uh, Centennial Plaza to get the photo taken and everything? That's uh, you know that doesn't happen often in sports, regardless of whatever sport it is we're talking
0: about, and to have all
1: those great players there right in the heart of the city, it was pretty cool.
0: Over a hundred came back last year. You know, uh, Hall of Famers. Uh, in some cases, it was a relative. You know, a son, daughter, uh, widow. Uh, You know, for for one of our deceased members of the Hall of Fame, but well over 100 uh, Hall of Famers represented last year. And, you know, early indications this year, just the enthusiasm of, of how it went last year. Uh, we see that happening again this year. Well, in, We expect well in excess of 100 returning Hall of wow. Famers.
2: Rich, the Hall of Fame itself, it seems as though now, I'm not going to say it's an open-door policy. There probably always has been one as far as the former Hall of Famers themselves coming back. But maybe because of the Village, maybe because the Pro Football Hall of Fame has changed over the years, it seems as though... There are more Hall of Famers that come back to town. Am I imagining something or am I on to something here?
0: No, no, you're on to something. And it was a concerted effort by the Hall of Fame over the last couple of years to say, uh, and and even moving them downtown to the hotel downtown factored into that. You know, we are not going to make extra stress on them just to get from place to place. You know, think about what it was a few years ago. And this is this isn't. This wasn't the fault of anybody. it was just the logistics around it, right? The, the, the yeah. base hotel for the guys is at Belden. You've got to get them all on a bus, bring them downtown to the dinner, get them all back on a bus, take them all take them back to Belden, uh, you know, then bring them back downtown on Saturday morning for the parade if they wanted to be in the parade. That's a lot of movement, and that's a lot of uh, dead time for them, you know, when they just right. want to relax and, and do it so now, you put them in the hotel. Uh, you, you take the group photo at Centennial Plaza on Friday. Uh, they have their uh, Hall of Famer-only luncheon on Friday afternoon. Then they get a little free time. You know, that's at the hotel at the Doubletree. Then they can ride golf carts. If they're really ambitious, they could walk or they could get a – you know, we provide car services too. But it's a but it's a nine-block trip from the Doubletree to – a 12 blocks – uh, from the Double Tree up to the Civic Center it takes about four minutes. Uh, they unload, they do the dinner, get back in their car, go back to the hotel, have a Hall of Famers only uh, reception at the hotel late Friday evening for the ones who want to do that. Then, if they want to get up and be part of the parade, they roll out the front door and walk two blocks and they're queued up for the parade. I mean, just just yeah. that alone made so many more guys and their families comfortable about coming to Canton because they just felt like they were being listened to and not pulled in 16 different directions and that their movement was respected and that and their time was respected um that word spread and that's why we're so confident we're going to have probably a record number back this year